Alrighty, today we got a special guest with us. Your boy. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is the one and only John Nation. Velt Boy, 06, baby. Oh, yeah, <laughs> get out of here, man. You got to throw that in there. 06, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, just John Nation, man of many hats. No, we want to thank you first for joining us, you know, giving us some knowledge on your life, you know, what all you do, what you can help bring to the table, help out a lot of people. You know, a lot of people don't know nothing about these finances and stocks and, you know, everyday financial literacy crap. So, why don't you go ahead and... Um, tell her, tell her, tell the people a little bit about yourself. About give me, a, man. Give a little introduction about yourself. I'm just a regular kid, man. Just a regular kid trying to do something with my life. Um, a little bit on my background. I got two wonderful children, um, Olivia and Lyric. Uh, I own two businesses: um, One Nation Athletics, which is a nonprofit sports association, and then I have Financial Nation, which is a um, financial business. I do accounting. I do taxes, uh, budgets. I even do a little auditing every now and then. Um, <clears throat> on my free time, I audit. I uh, model, runway model, and oh, uh, picture model. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Rob always gives me a hard time about it. <laughs> but, uh, other than that, man, I just try to um, find ways to make money without having to work. That's That's probably one of my biggest hobbies, trying to find ways to make money without having to work. Um, trying to give kids a dream that, you know, they don't even know they can have at the time. So I'm just an opportunist, really. Um, I try to just make the best out of every opportunity that I get. It's a little bit about me, man. I like that. Hustle. Find, yeah. Find ways to make money without having to work. Passive income. To, right, right, right. What's something like to get started on? What's something like a person can do to make some money without having to work? Um, I always say this, um, you got to take care of your original funds first. You can make money within your job salary. Right. So, um, when I say something like that, I mean, um, you have to look at your budget, where you're spending your money at and, uh, find out what's necessity and what's not necessity. And then uh, kind of decipher what you're going to do with your residual funds. Residual being leftover money. Um, <clears throat> one of my biggest things when I started this whole financial journey, um, I had to figure out why do us African-American people struggle so much uh, when it comes to finances and uh, being able to sustain and, you know, grow within the financial world and it, it kind of just starts with what we spend our money on. Um, I have a very, very big rule that I start out, start out with with all my clients. I, I tell them if you're able to pay all your bills, right? If you're able to pay all your bills, then you have residuals somewhere. Mm. You just have to figure out where you spend in the residual at, even if it's $10 residual, it's still residual. And I think that people um, undervalue $10 adding up to $100. Mm -hmm. And then $10 eventually adding up to $1,000. And I've come to realize that what we don't have as African-Americans is patience to build something. 
that's me all the way. And uh, want to jump <clears throat> off right away, or want to get rich right quick. Right, yeah. right. It's got a slow boogie. We um we definitely want want the results super fast when really no financial um, stability or wealth or anything like that is just instant unless you hit the lotto or you know you come into some money from that your family set up for you um all financial success comes with some sort of a timeline and uh i think i just think that that's that's extremely undervalued um if you're patient enough right if you're patient enough you set a set a goal um and set some rules and be obedient to those rules then financial wealth comes through time and yeah all right so look, let me ask you this then um because i remember reaching out to you a while ago about this um about saving money right and um creating this safety net you right. know, whatever your whatever your number is in your safety net whether it's a thousand dollars or you know whatever it is uh kind of talk about you know ways in which people can um build a safety net you know, and then maintain their safety net. Okay. Um, so safety net. <clears throat> when I say this, it's going to be extremely unpopular. <laughs> it's going to be extremely unpopular. But if you take the process and you do it, um, it's it's been very successful with all of my clients. Even, even with my boy Rob, um, we had the conversation a long, long time ago, which I love having the conversation with Rob because – he likes to hear what I got to say, and, you know, it's sometimes valuable to him. But um, as far as setting up a safety net, uh, I challenge everybody to, you know, take the last 60 days of your bank statement. Literally print out the last 60 days of your bank statement. And then write down all of the bills that you absolutely have to pay. Necessity, right? Now, we're not talking about... Um, we're not talking about groceries or anything like that right now. Just bills that you absolutely have to pay. And then once you take um, what you make, take your salary, whatever you make in a month, and then take all your necessity bills out of that salary, right? And then write that number down. And then be realistic about what you actually eat on a, in a monthly basis, right? Most people spend a hundred dollars, unless you have a surplus of children, then maybe $200, $200 in groceries is a lot, a lot, unless you're just trying to, you know, eat like the Jeffersons or something, but <laughs> $200 in groceries is a lot. So take your salary, take, take out all the necessity bills. And then even if you want to max it out, Take out the max groceries that you can buy in a month and then tell me what that number is. Hmm. Mm. Once you look at that number, I guarantee it's bigger than what you think it is right now. That's when you go to your bank statement and see what did you spend that number on? I think the majority of people spend too much money on food as it is, though. So check this out. Even if you're eating out, because I eat out every day. I don't cook at all. People think, oh, you got to cook to save money. Not really. I tell people that all the time, too. Right. Even if you eat out every single day, you're not going to eat $100 in fast food in a week or in two weeks. 
the average is around 50 bucks. Right. Unless, and like I say, unless you have a surplus yeah. or children or something like that. But even if you take that out, even if you take that out, budget it out, look at what that number is. Go to your bank statement and then see what you spent that number on. Once you know what the reason is that you're spending on that money, go back to that original number. That's your residual, right? Take your residual number and put 50% of it in a place that you don't know it's at. So, like, what? That's a- So, I'll give you an example, right? <clears throat> if I'm making if I'm making $1,000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. I'm making $1,000 a month, and all my bills come out to, I don't know, 700 And then I spend $100 in groceries. That's $800, right? So I got 200 left. I'm going to take $100 of that 200 and put it somewhere I know I'm not going to spend it. Oh, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And I have to be disciplined about that. Every time I get paid from this point on, I do the same process. And that 100 turns into a 200 turns into a 300 and get yourself to a thousand what i tell people who who the thousand is too high for them i say get yourself one month of rent because if you lose your job today you at least have 30 days to get you another job Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and as adults we have to be responsible for people depending on us everybody has somebody depending on them so if you can at least give yourself 30 days to recover from whatever happens. My dad used to tell me something um, that, you know, he always drops little gems. So he always says life is going to happen. It's going to happen. Regardless. You know what I mean? You're, you're, either, you're either A, you're going to face some type of financial issue. Mm-hmm. You're going to face some type of relationship issue. Or you're going to face some type of personal issue. You know it's going to happen. You already got the answers to the test. So why not prepare for it? Yeah. And we don't. We don't prepare for it. But anyways, back to the financial, <laughs> back to the financial situation, right? So if you can't save $1,000, save up at least one month of rent. And once you've achieved that, look at your debt. See what debt you got. And then instrumentally take care of that one by one. Oh, okay. Using that money. No, using not using your residual. Once you get that thousand dollars, or you that. get that, or you get that one month rent, that don't even exist. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to literally tell yourself it doesn't exist. You don't have that money anymore. And as you as you forget about it, you'll find yourself putting aside more, more money. More. Okay. Right? Because what do you not spend now? Now that you've gotten yourself in the mindset of this $100 don't belong to me no more. Mm. That's your shoebox money. Right. This $100, don't, I'm going to show you what to do with that shoebox money in a little bit. But anyways, <laughs> this $100 don't belong to me no more. So you get used to not having it. Right? Mm. I, I like to use this. Um, I like to say this. Child support was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh yeah, why? It's the best thing that ever happened. People going, people going, people raising right. their eyes right, right now. Because, they. because as as men, as soon as we get into child support, we I got to give my money all to her, and it, it, I got used to not having a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. 
when you get used to not having a certain amount of money, you challenge yourself on how to replace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? When you get fired from a job, what do you do? You challenge yourself on how to replace it. Like as a man, just as a male person, when I got on child support, I got used to not oh, my child support is high. So before I say the number, <laughs> just understand. Oh, you ain't gotta you ain't, ain't gotta say, gotta say your number. number. Okay, okay, all right. All right. All right. All right. For sure. Well, I got used to having not having a surplus of money. Yeah. Okay. And so I had to challenge myself on how can I make the money I have work? Mm. And I said, okay, bet. So now that I'm not going to have this money, cool. I've accepted that. It's taking care of my kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now my kids ain't got nothing to worry about. Bet. So now that I got this money that I do have, what am I going to do with it to make up for the money that I don't have? Started with a safety net. Pay down my debts. Don't spend money on things that I don't necessarily need. So when I have a surplus of money, I can ball out. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. We always want to get things as soon as they come yeah. out. As yeah. soon as it drops, boom, I got it. I, like, I don't have any Jordans. And when I say yeah. this, people probably not <laughs> going to like that. I don't own a pair of Jordans, period. I never have in my whole life. But I don't understand why everybody want to go buy the Jordans as soon as they come out. I've never understood why people want to spend so much money on something that you're going to destroy regardless. You got to walk on that money. Mm. You That's have to put them on your feet and you have to destroy them at some point. That's material shit. Yep, that was me. Right? That was right? me. So you saying, Imagine, so are you getting to a point where you're saying, so... I'm, what I'm saying is take your Jordan money, right? Take the Jordan money, the money, the money that you saved up, right? Money that you supposedly didn't have and you saved it up to get these Jordans. Take your Jordan money and put it in something that's going to change it into more money. And now you buy the Jordans with no deficit to yeah. you. Invest that Jordan so money first. It's, it's along the lines of that saying, uh, if you can't buy it twice over, then you can't then afford you, it. Then you don't need it. I got you. You feel me? I got you. If, and that's, if that's you, something I regret in life, buying all them damn shit every weekend, buying shit, and not just for me, for the whole family. So you imagine five, $600 every other weekend on some fucking shoes that somebody stole. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. it's going to yeah, be that's destroyed. True. It's, it's going to be destroyed. So, so and that's, that's one of the things I sit at night like, man, that motherfucker. You got to eat that one. You got to eat that. Uh, I look at pictures of shit I had in the closet and just all that money. Right. Shit, my, my fucking son grows so fast. He wore them shoes probably three, four times. Yeah. Right. And what, so that's I, just I, wasting money. I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying don't buy don't, shoes. Don't go yeah. get the don't go get the stuff that He's you saying, want. A, 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 a better way, a, a, a more, better way of buying it. Financially stable way of di- getting it instead of buying it and buying them and not having the money to you know get you through the week. Versus if you save and after you bomb. You're not hurting, then you know what I'm saying. That's the whole point, it, right? But well, I'm, I'm just saying, if if you think about financial literacy, period, right? Just financial literacy and the and the concept of it, it's literally compounding. So okay, so I'm I'm kind of nerdy. If for people that don't know me, I'm athletic, but I'm like a super athletic nerd, right? <clears throat> And as far as compound, 
so okay, so let me put you on what I'm on right now. How I'm turning a hundred dollars into a hundred k in ninety days, right? Mm-hmm. So I found a platform, a HFX platform. Now before people even say, "Oh, that's a pyramid scheme," and just hear me out for a sec. All right, there's two parts. There's two sides to the HFX thing. Part of it, yes, is a pyramid scheme. There's people out here that's trying to get you on these teams, mm-hmm. and they like, you got to pay me a thousand dollars. I'm gonna show you how to change your thousand dollars. They they're making money off of you. Yeah, hands down. I don't want to be as nobody, right? But there's this point where you get these um, you get these products, right? Um, Vid Vid Forex is where I do my trading on, and there's a program called Hourglass. All right. And Hourglass kind of shows you, um, it kind of shows you um, indicators, indicators of how the currency market is moving because that's what you're trading, currencies, Mm -hmm. USD to, um, you know, yen or something like that, all kind of currencies, right? So I uh, sat down and I thought about compounding. What's the easiest way I can change my money into a large lump sum without without having high risk. Because the whole point of me starting Financial Nation was I was realizing I was around a lot of people that didn't want to risk a lot of money. That's the biggest problem right there. Right. That's not attractive to people who already feel like they don't have money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let me come up with something for people who don't have $1,000 already in the bank. Or people who don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars to lose. Mm. You know, what do, we, what do we have? And that's when I came back to the Jordans. Mm. You know what we will spend money on? Shoes. <laughs> so I took the average price of shoes. Your average price of shoes is $100. Yep. Right? Go to any compound calculator on the internet. If you take $100 and you increase it by 8%, on a 90-day basis, not including weekends, right? Because you need your free time. You increase it by 8% on a 90-day basis, you will be at $101,000 in 90 days. Damn. $101,000, what we are all striving to get as an annual salary, you will have in 90 days. So, okay. And so... And so how am I achieving it, right? Yeah. So what I do is I have I make one trade a day. One. Not several, not fifteen, not nineteen. One trade a day. With through HFX. I put in a hundred dollars. I say, hey, how much is it to increase it? Eight percent. It was eight bucks the first day. I made a trade, it cleared, I got off. Discipline. So in 90 days, I should have $100,000. Now, as I go, of course, the amount that I trade will be more, you know, it'll be more steep. But since I know what I'm doing, I have confidence in it, and I only got to make one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I make one trade, and when I get to $100,000, boom, I'm done. I made $100,000 in 90 days. And now I'm paying off debt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now I can go buy all the Jordans I want to buy. 
now I can go pay all the, off all the debt I want to pay. I can take my family on a vacation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I took a little bit of Jordan money instead of blowing it at that moment, invested it into myself, and turned it into a surplus of residual. How can we follow you on that? Like, um, So, financial nation. Um, honestly, I wanted to make the 100000 first. Oh, before you get, okay. So that I can show people, like, this is it's not a joke. You know what I mean? Like, I really know what I'm doing. And that's kind of how I do everything. When I was giving, um, so me, Rob, and my boy Durst, um, we talk about stocks and bonds a lot. Right. And when we were sharing that information, I, the way I won them over was I showed them actual results. He did. He I was did. like money talks. I was uh, like, look, hey, he wasn't. <laughs> I was like, if you if you trust me for a second, I can show you something. And I was like, watch this. I invested a certain amount of money in a stock. I said, yo, this stock is going to change. It's in the news. And, and so I. Once it changed, I said, look, I made this amount of money off of that. Now that I made that amount of money off of it, if you have $100, remember me saying that? Mm -hmm. I said, if you got $100, all you need is 100 bro, and we can change that 100 into five. Mm. And that's what we did. We changed 100 into five, and then we took the five and bought Tesla when it, the stock split for 400 or we did the Apple, right? Mm -hmm. We bought the Apple, which was a stock split was 100. So now we got five shares of Apple that's going to take off regardless. Yeah. Yeah, we just bought four, four shares of Apple when that shit dropped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yeah. but, what, but what did it, when you bought your shares of Apple, mm -hmm. it didn't cost you your own money. No. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? We made one smart decision, and then one smart decision turned into five smart decisions. Yeah. And now five smart decisions are going to turn into ten smart decisions. Mm -hmm. And what is that? Compounding. Man. That's all compound. That's all financial literacy is. Compounding. HFX is just an extremely fast way of being able to compound. So break. What is um what is HFX for so, people that don't know? So HFX is hyper um crypto hyper currency trading. It's called hyper forex. So it's literally just a platform where you can trade currencies like they're doing on the regular forex MT4 for people that you know are in the whole forex world. Um, it's just a way to make it faster. Okay, that's it. That's it. But um, you know, I do all kind of things with money. So, <laughs> what would you say is some of the top, um, I guess you can say stock apps that people should look into? You know, we still have those questions about people that don't know, you know, what apps to use. Man, um, this is tough. That's tough because I use so many. I use a lot of yeah. them. So. If you're looking for long-term stocks, uh, Apple, um, Tesla, things like that, I go through Fidelity. That's just what I like. I heard Fidelity. about them. I was super, super um, heavy on Robin Hood until they played us. With that game, on that situation. game stop. Yeah. 
And now that now that they have their IPO is um, IPO initial public offering. Now that it is not um, coming out the way I thought it was gonna come out, I'm super iffy about it. Mm-hmm. Super iffy. So I um I downloaded uh what's what's this one? What what about um what do you what would you say to people that already's with Robin Hood? Or these I mean, other ones, would I mean, you can stay, man? I was I, just gonna say, you know, stay. I uh, so a secret about Robin Hood that a lot of people who deal with Robin Hood don't even know. Robin Hood kind of cheats you out of cents on your dollar. If you go to your Robin Hood app and you pay attention to when you make sales or when you actually buy, you'll notice that it's not actually the number that you're putting in. No. Yeah. You always sell it for like a little bit less, less or yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. And if you notice, there's no fees, nope, in there. But that's where they're getting all so that they're, money from. So they're mm. they're dropping you. They're kind of cheating you cents on your sale. Damn. I noticed that when I bought when we bought um, Disney a couple shares in Disney, um, it was like one something one o five, and I was putting in the one o five, but. <laughs> Right. It, wasn't, it's not. it wasn't coming back as that. I was hey, like, okay, now something iffy if I, about that shit. If, I, if y'all see me shaking on cam, it's because Rob has his fan. Oh, man. Chill <laughs> out, man. I'm cold, Chill out, man. So, okay, look. Let me Let's ask you this, Nate. Okay, what, what advice would you give to someone who is new to this whole process, right, and they have $100 that they want to invest, they want to start investing? What 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 advice would you give and what direction would you point them in? I would say find somebody to do it with first. Find you somebody who you trust, somebody who has a little bit of knowledge about it, and then go forward with that. So mm. I'm going to give you a little pushback with that. I know people... Don't trust other people with their money or counting their money. Facts. That's the biggest problem that a lot of people have. You know, how can you tell me what to do with my money? And But all you're doing is just advising them. You know, you're not putting a gun to their head saying, hey, go ahead and do it. You know, it's just like, hey, I'm advising you. I think it'll be good. You know, if you're telling them, obviously you did it. So I'm trying to, like, help you out a little bit, you know. Okay. So say you're a person who... You don't really rock with other people. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, I would recommend... Okay, so this is this is why I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. All right? So for people who don't know me, I don't watch TV. Literally. At all. Um, because if you get used to not watching television, you don't get hooked on. You don't get addicted to anything. So you, you start to find um, other forms of, of addiction. Right. And so I read. I wake up and all the things that happen in the world affect the stock market. Mm-hmm. But let's take it to even more of a of a basic, basic financial literacy thing. Let's say you don't want to get in the stock market right now, but you want to make some extra money. You just want to see if all the interest stuff and all that actually works. You can go to a bank and get you a CD. Uh, mm. sir, uh, okay. Get you a CD. Now say say what it is. Say what a CD is, because that I mean, people might not know. It's a uh, well, what is it? A cert certified certificate of deposit. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a certificate. They call it a certificate of deposit. Okay. 
Um, and you can put your money in there for a certain amount of time. And it's not something where you have to be a certain age to withdraw it. It can be you can put it in there for a year mm-hmm. and they're going to tell you, hey, for a year, you can make this amount of interest on this CD. You leave it in there, it'll build it up and then you can take it out or you can roll it over. That can be your first financial thing you do. Or if you got little babies, right? Like true. Mm-hmm. You can go get you a savings bond for a hundred dollars. Get you a savings bond for a hundred dollars. And what a savings bond is, you're buying debt from the government. Mm. And once that so once you buy a savings bond, it um has a certain percent of uh interest on it. And once or once your uh once the hundred dollars has come to maturity, mean you've earned your hundred dollars back. It keeps getting interest on top of that hundred dollars. So for my kids, I don't buy them gifts for their birthday. You give them savings. I buy them savings bonds. How did I learn this? I was working at Bank of America. I'll never forget this. Working at Bank of America, and you know, struggling college student trying to make money. And this guy comes in with this big, huge hundred dollar bill, and I'm like, "What is this?" He was like, oh, this is a savings bond. My grandparents bought this for me when I was a kid. He's had it since he was a kid, and he's 18, 19 years old. And when I cashed it out, that $100 had turned into 5000 And now he's cashing it in in college as play money. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But, See, they, but they took the time to, to set something up for yeah, him. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's yeah. not even hard, but it's just a... The fact of not knowing, not, not knowing. knowing, not knowing, bro. That's all it boiled down right. to, man. That's so, crazy. so you know what I'm saying? Just whatever you're doing right now, just choose one thing to read on. Choose one thing to read on. If since I'm putting the the seed in there, go look it up. See if I'm lying. So, what are some what are some books that you felt was like, bro? I don't even read books. So I just get on the internet and read articles about just financial things. You know what I'm saying? They they be like, oh, this person made $5,000 in two minutes. Boom, I'm on it. I'm reading. <laughs> yeah. How the hell did that Why happen? Why did they do that? Yeah. Yeah. Why that happened? Right? Because um, another thing my dad said, right? What makes somebody smarter than you? If we all started on the same knowledge level of nothingness, Right. We all came in knowing nothing. Mm -hmm. What makes a person smarter than you? Are you asking us? Yeah. Like if if you think about that question, what makes a person smarter than you? If you got the same tools, right? Yeah. We can all read. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We can all write. Yeah. Yeah. We can all speak. Yeah. Right. We can all think for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nothing makes them smarter than you other than their dedication. Yep, they're trying. Other than their dedication to get informed. And to, to get informed. Like, right. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That's the part that's that a lot it. of people don't want to do. When people be like, yo, son's super smart. I will make him smarter than you. His dedication to learning the material. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. That's, that's, mm. that's true. You know, that's real. a lot of people won't. Take that time out. Yeah, you know I mean, like, 
I'm I'm gonna say something that's not gonna be popular, but whatever. When it when it comes to black people, they're like, oh well, they they had time before us. Yeah, mm. they had the opportunity to learn it all before us. Well, is that true now? What do you and and what what regards? What do you like I'm, education I'm, or just period? In, in education, in, in education period, in education period, right? Like I, I I hear a lot of my people say um, that the the Caucasian people got to learn a whole lot before so they just know more well i don't i I just don't rock with that statement i don't rock with that statement because although yes they did get books before us they learned how to read before us they learned about financial literacy before us we absolutely have the opportunity now yeah right and even when even when they had the opportunity before us, where are all the creations from? All the greatest creations that we use are from African-Americans. So that means we had, we had the mental capacity to be great even back then. And now we're just... Getting on that we're, plane. Now we're, we're taking it for granted. That's what I want to say. Yeah. We're taking it for granted. Now is the best time ever for black people to be like the best we could possibly be. You're getting all this free money. <laughs> Bro, what? Like <laughs> I can't remember a time since we've been alive where the government has given us. Could could you imagine if we like would figure out unity? And that's the thing too. Every black like, people don't know how to work together. They want to be one up one another all the time. If if we could figure out unity if we could figure out unity as black males, right? Because black women are amazing. Yeah. But if we could figure out unity as black males, we would like change the world. I truly believe you that. that. I agree. We would we would absolutely change the world. Everything is competition. But you know. All right. It, so look. Okay. Let's get into like. Okay, now someone who has say so. Let's get back to the shoebox money, right? Right. Let's get back to it. So, what would you tell someone to do? What advice would you give someone to you know what what to do with their shoebox money? Well, once you uh, develop your safety net, hold on. Once you develop your safety net, I really encourage everyone to get to a thousand dollars. I really do. $1,000 can take care of a lot of small issues and some big issues. So once you get to your $1,000, continue to save that shoebox money in the same form, right? And once you, I don't know, get to about 1500 mm-hmm. take your 500 and start investing it. That's what I wanted to get back to. Where take, do you start? How do you know what to invest in? Is it just stuff you like or... Um, start with things that you like. That you yeah, like. that's what I, <laughs> I started with. What I liked, um, and then I made an investment in that, and then I started just getting super soaked in it. I started reading. <clears throat> you're gonna have to read. Simple as that. You're gonna have to read. You're gonna have to pay attention to the news because then you'll know how to make. You'll know how to make moves, or or you can start looking at um videos about um charts. What are they called? Um, candles, candlesticks, 
everything's work working off candlesticks. Mm-hmm. If you look at charts, you know how sometimes they got the green candles and the red candles, and they got the little lines above. All that means something. Right. All of that means something. It's telling you the activity of the day, what's happening, where the resistance is, where the support is, which I could go on forever. But back to the shoebox money. Once you get about 500 or so, figure out what you're going to be dedicated to as far as investing. Everybody's not an HFX person. They don't like it. Yeah. Because they, like you said, they got that. The, the safest. The safest investment you can make in stocks and bonds is a mutual fund. A mutual fund is a fund with several stocks in it. And you put in $100 and $100 goes to each one. Every single is split up between every single stock in there. And those normally go along with, um, with how the market's moving. Right? You pay attention to it. Um, you figure out how much uh, it's called a stop loss. You know, you figure out how much you're willing to lose on it. And then you wait for the increase, wait for the increase. Once you satisfy with a certain amount of money, you may sell it. Mm. But th- the worst mistake you can make as far as investment or money, period, is being greedy. I stress this. I stress it. I stress it. The worst mistake you can make is being greedy. Everybody is like, oh, shit, I, I made a hundred. I'm going to hold it. I'm going to make 200. Well, that's not how the market works. No. You can have that 100 at one moment, and then at the very next moment, I you can have nothing. Be happy with the small gains because small gains turn into big gains. I'm going to say it again. Be happy with the small gains because small gains turn into big gains. You know how in school they say, if I say it three times, <laughs> be happy with the small gains because small gains turn into big gains. And then you can take more of a risk with higher amounts of money. I'm, and all these people that's like, I made millions and millions. Of, they started with small gains, build up big gains, and then start taking more risk with larger amounts of money. Because they could afford to lose it. Mm. And it all starts with what? A job. Mm. It all started with your job. All you need is several forms of income to be a millionaire. Right. And they never said it had to be several large forms of income. Mm-mm. It's just several forms of income. But us, as black people, we think we're going to get rich just off of one income because that's all we've grown to know. Our parents did it. Their parents did it. And I understand we got to break that cycle, but some people, it's well, it's what, hard. It's what's taught. Mm-hmm. When in school did you get taught? Several streams of income. Never. Never. What did we get taught? <laughs> we got taught, get these grades right. Go yep. to school, graduate, Go to school, get gra- you a career job. Get you a career yeah, job. And be good with that. The American dream. Yep. Right? But what, what really is the American dream? Right? What? <sighs> it, what who are the Americans? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not to be super political or nothing like that, yeah. but... All the people that's talking about the American dream aren't living the American dream. They're living this this dream that I've happened to find. You know what I mean? Just because I failed at one thing. One, uh, so crazy story, bro. I went to school to be a computer scientist. Mm-hmm. That's what I went for initially. 
And in in being in school, I found out that you got too much power. As a computer scientist, I had learned how to hack. And I heard about this one guy that hacked a debit card. He attached his debit card to everybody's bank account in the whole world. But it was only pulling pennies from each bank account. That's still a lot of money. Lot of right. Money. But look, check it out. His, his debit card never had a balance on it or nothing. As soon as he put it in the, in the ATM, it was just pulling pennies from everybody's account. So he had an endless amount of money. And so I, and so I, started, getting, I started getting interested in that. Right? And I started researching because that's the type of person I am. I was like, yo, how can I hack? How can I do this? How can I do this? And I had got to a point where I found out like small things. Like I found out how to hack into my teacher's thing and change my grade. <laughs> right? And, and, that and <laughs> bro, like, like seriously, like I was like, okay, so I'm getting good at it. And then I found out how I could put any amount of money in my bank account. And then I decided I don't need this power. <laughs> well, you know you too much for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't need because you because than most no some one people, man people. should because, have all that you know power. <laughs> because I know me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the best thing, the best thing that I could have ever done was was learn my flaws. And I know if if I had the opportunity, I was going to do it. Yeah, that's so, dang, it's a dangerous game. So I hopped out of it, and then I got into accounting finance and accounting listening to this guy talk all day he was it was terrible he's talking all day about finance and i was never interested in being a financial advisor because i didn't think it was cool to play with people money like that and then you know long story short i ended up (laughs) i ended up being broke one day that's what happened I had a really good career. Like, I had a very, very good career. I went from Bank of America to Davis and Kynard. Um, and then I came to San Antonio and worked with an auditing firm where I worked with KPMG for five years. People who know accounting like that, KPMG is a big four. So all of our financial rules and stuff mm-hmm. are made by four companies only. And KPMG is one of them. And I worked for them for five years. To have that on your resume as an accountant is like gold. It's like saying you went to the NBA yeah. and you want to go coach at you high know, school, it, local it, high school, it, it, or something. <laughs> right? You know, like I'm an ex NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could I could have went anywhere, and um, so I I left KPMG to go. I think I went to go work for um, Sauls. Yep. San Antonio Water System as an auditor and I was not accepted there. And we we all know why. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was not accepted and so I got fired and then I was like, okay, I'm tired of working. So I went to go work for um George Gervin. Mm, all right, I went yeah. to go work for George Gervin as a an accountant, their senior accountant there. And um, that was kind of an instrumental move, too, because I wanted to learn how you could create a nonprofit school because eventually I want to turn one nation into an academy. That's that's my ultimate goal, changing one nation into an academy. But anyways, I worked for Gervin. But while I was working for Gervin, there was a guy there that was always talking about cryptocurrency. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck is cryptocurrency? And he would just be like, yeah, I made I made a thousand dollars today. Five minutes. He'll come back the next day and be like, I made another thousand nation. And I was like, all right, man, put me on. What is it? What is it? Shit is intriguing. And he turned, he showed me what Coinbase was and Bitcoin. That's when I started getting into Bitcoins mm-hmm. and all of that wonderful stuff. And ever since then, I decided I'm going to cut off all TV. I'm just going to stop watching TV and start reading about this as much as possible. And ever since then, bro, I, been, I, I ain't never had another... I don't want to say that because there's people here. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, had enough money to do the things that I need yeah, to do. You know yeah. I mean? But uh, yeah, man, mutual funds. Mutual once fund. you once you set up your safety net, go with a mutual fund. So I want to talk back what you said about the savings accounts and the banks. Right. We hear a lot of stories about people not trusting that because the interest rate on that savings money is so low you like they say basically by the end of the year before you know you only got like three four dollars and shit like that that's true so is it what the longer you keep it in there the more you get or how? well, well it, the reason i said that was because they were asking if people were just are nervous or if mm. they didn't have no friends you know what i'm saying and they just if you just wanted to see how financial literacy works you know the whole financial world that's the safest thing you can get mm-hmm. into. That's like guaranteed you're not going to lose your money. Mm-hmm. But when you get into finance, this is a big rule. When you get into finance, don't invest anything that you're not willing to lose. I heard that before. Yeah. Don't invest nothing that you're not willing to lose. But you know what I'm saying? That's like saying you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. take right. Yeah. That's the same thing with a business. Don't you know you ain't willing to take a chance on it? Don't do that shit. Right. right. So it could it could actually it could be the best thing ever. But you know, um, if y'all not following me on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, go, shout yourself out. Go, go to, to uh, yeah. your platforms. And Facebook. Stuff. John it's crazy. Nation. I've been knowing Nation for shit since what middle school. Yeah. yeah. He said that. He said he been knowing. He's like he probably doesn't know like. Like all of this stuff, so I said, "Yeah, no, nah, that's that's why you here." So yeah, go to um, John Nation. When I make the hundred k, then um, make sure you come back. Well, well, I am, bro. Because <laughs> well, well, I mean, before we, you know, put your boys on. No, nah, I just <laughs> right. No, no, sit. They y'all, you already uh, know. I, I know you are. You already know. Uh, yeah, T. Rob. I, I ain't gonna lie. T. Rob been plugging you, man. We've been talking about it for for months. I'm telling you, like every time. It was soon like, as that. Yeah. It was soon as the uh, GameStop and AMC shit. But just like, the week before, nah, that. we was talking about yeah. it before but that. Like but before but that, when he said like, that, I was like, damn, I need to get with Nation because yeah. I wanted to learn the stock shit. I, you know, I've been shit. I was scared. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was he scared was. to lose some money. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, man, Nate is the perfect. Like he knows more about it. Scared money, you know? Than I do. You know what I mean, baby? But he's but he never he never like steered me in the wrong direction. So he's always giving me good you know financial advice and like I, like he said like he showed me proof and i have evidence from you know from myself as far as you know from the, the information that he has given me and i've had you know success so i mean he, like he said he's proven so when he says hey i'm gonna wait and see if i can make the you know 100k like he ain't like he ain't yeah boozy. like he but that's what i like he gonna kick it down. i like because he go through the shit first and if it worked for him he gonna take you through it yeah you know some people They'll put you in it without them having no fucking knowledge about it. And it's like, 
Well, yeah. hey, you know, he, you out the drive. We're now. learning right. together. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, nah, that's, like, and that's not good business, bro. But nah. that's that's what I like. Just just to be transparent, like on this journey to a hundred k, my initial investment was like two fifty, and I I lost it. Mm. I lost it all. I just want y'all to know that. But see, some people ain't gonna tell you that. Yeah, like the whole two fifty is my whole initial investment is gone. I was um, experimenting. Uh, you know, I know you people are like I ain't got time to experiment mm-hmm. with two fifty, which is why I'm going through the process. <laughs> so you don't have to experiment. Yeah. But um, the whole HFX thing, I started out started out very well. Um, I made like three hundred dollars in a day. I think I posted it. Like I, made, I posted it on my Facebook. I made like three hundred, like five hundred, something like that, in minutes, bro, like that. And then two minutes later, I lost it all. <laughs> Now that's a scary <laughs> part for two, two, two minutes late because I didn't follow my own rules. And you know, there's certain things that I want people to take from this conversation. And one of the things I want them to take is discipline is vital. It is vital when it comes to this finance thing. If you learn how to be disciplined and stick to your strategy, the sky's the limit. But I guarantee you, the moment that you sway from it, it's going to burn you. Mm-hmm. It's going to burn you. I made, I made 300 or 500, whatever I said. I made it being disciplined. And then I got full of myself. And I was like, oh, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. This is a breeze. And started, started bidding. And I was like, oh, I lost one. I was like, that's nothing. Huh. I got 400, 500 left. And then I started making bigger bets. And I was like, all right, I can remake it on this and I can remake it on that. And it was just a, a lesson God taught me. I was like, he was like, don't be so full of yourself. Be yeah. humble. Yeah. Be humble in the process. Stay humble. Even with One Nation, man. Like, I love it. I love what I do for the kids. I love the whole track world. I love that. And I have found myself like getting cocky for a little bit, you know, because my kids, my kids are really good, bro. Like, mm-hmm. no cap. Like, we not just good. They they're really good, and I I have a process to where I develop kids, and everybody goes through the process. And I haven't had one kid, not one, that has not gotten better. And I don't I don't like go out looking for best kids. I want the kids that nobody's really given a chance right now. Right. You know what I mean. I want the ones that are finished second, but they want to really find out what it takes to be first. Or maybe they're in the back. You know what I mean? I pride myself on taking those putting them kids, in the spotlight. putting them through the process, putting them through the program, and then and then when we come back out to compete, it's like, what happened to this kid? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, but but anyways, <clears throat> I found myself getting cocky with with the whole One Nation thing, and I had to be humbled with that as well. So do you see yourself maybe starting like what you were saying, your academy or, you know, your school that you want to start? Do you see yourself starting something like that to educate kids? Man, I want at the very, very basic level. and I, then work. I want to create a IMG in San Antonio. So kind of yeah. just kind of just kind of touch on what that is for the people that. Okay, don't know. so IMG, IMG is an academy that. um they go they go above and beyond as far as focusing on what the kids' endeavors are. So IMG, if if you're in basketball, they got like the best basketball coaches. The program, mm. the program 
is is full of people who know the game, teach the game, and perfected it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I want something like that for track. I want it for football. I want it for basketball. But then I want to include things like financial literacy in the education. Why don't we learn that in school? Right. There's that's, there's that's nobody teaching. Nobody. That. There's nobody teaching that. So when did you feel stuff like financial literacy should be begin to be taught at school? Man, I'm, I'm teaching my kids. I got a five year old daughter and a six year old son. Mm-hmm. Well, my baby girl turned to six soon, mm-hmm. but I teach my kids right now. Mm-hmm. The sooner they know, the better they can be at it. And you know, we underestimate kids. Think you they know, don't know. You know, my son. My son can get on the phone, go to TikTok, watch a video two times, and do the dance perfect. So, well, how come you can't learn these numbers? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, just because, it's just because it's not presented yep. to them. We always want to be like, oh, hey, hey, get on YouTube and do something. You know what I mean? Okay, no, you're not bothering what, me. Well, yeah. if you're going to get on YouTube, what you're going to do on YouTube is you're going to watch Some about candlesticks. Yeah. You're going to watch about candlesticks. So when you look at a candlestick chart, you'll be like, ah, okay, you know it's, it's, yeah. it's rejecting off, off this resistance. You know what I mean? It's rejecting off, off this support. And now I know, boom, this is the time to get in at the beginning of the candle. Because at the beginning of the candle is your best opportunity for uh, coming out with a profit or clearing is what I call it. Mm-hmm. Clearing your profit. If you're going to get in, you're going to learn about these stocks. You're going to learn what mutual funds is because they're going to go to college. Yeah. And when you go to college, we get in so much trouble because we don't know either A, an athlete don't know what to do with his money when he get it, or B, when they start working, they don't know what to do with the money that they get to make it more money. They think they got to work three, four, five jobs, Jobs. stressing themselves out, not getting their grades right. Like, I did that already. I did that. Our parents... All our parents always say, I don't want you to be nothing like me. Right. Right. Okay. So I took that mentality and I'm trying to give them something to make sure that they don't end up nothing like me. And a lot of times, I mean, I hate to say it, but they tell you that, but they not really teaching you how to be not like them. How to not be like them when it's inevitable. Yep. It's all we see. Yep. That's all we see. You know what I mean? All I know is that, hey, they at work. Right. Yep. That was me. Shit. I was told to. Go get a career job. Get you a good job. Get you a good yeah. job. And then he's like, this ain't what I fucking want to do, though. Yeah. Bro, and then it, I, I was never taught financial literacy. It was something I just learned. I mean, still, go. I don't. It's, yeah, it's learning as yeah, I go. learning as we go. This and is, not this even a conversation I had. Mm-hmm. This, this mindset that I that I got um, is, is probably what pushes me so much. Every job that we have was somebody else's dream. Yep. And Damn. so every every time we go to work, and we put in our, our lifetime. We only have a certain span on this earth, right? Mm-hmm. The time that we have on this earth, everything that we put in there is advancing somebody else's dream. And I was like, it's cool, right? Because I don't want to sell drugs, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to sell drugs. I don't want to uh, get my, my money, my initial investing money that way. So I need a job. I need a job. My job is my drug deal. That's how I get my initial investment money to start building my own business instead of being on the streets use that money wisely use it wisely build my own and now people are supporting my dream 
and see that kind of brings me back to where like honestly the past couple weeks that we've been doing this i'm more excited doing this because it's a grind i know that Bro, we can try what? to make it work but this is i get more yeah. excited doing this shit than yeah, i do going, going to work, work. Yeah. right now that i don't know if that's a transition because i feel more comfortable now or is it's me like you in the honeymoon phase exactly you don't know yet you'll see exactly it, it eventually but start. i get more excited doing this shit yeah. than i do going to work bro having having a business for three years you never know you if if you come if you come to your own business right and you're not afraid that it's gonna fail mm-hmm. you don't love it yep if you're not afraid i'm afraid every day that or, or every year that next year when track season come around, nobody's gonna show up from One Nation. Yeah. So every time I go see them kids, I make sure I I stress you have to do this right. You have to. Because if not, not only are you not successful, I'm not successful. I failed. And I hate failure. Yeah. I, I hate it. I hate it more than losing. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I mean, you and, didn't do something right along the way. Financial Nation, when I actually start pushing it hard, bro, I'm going to be afraid. I'm going to be afraid that somebody's not going to be satisfied. Mm. Right? I know I can't please everybody, mm-hmm. but I know for sure my product is going to be legit. It's going to be what it is because I want to sustain. I want to I wanna survive. I want to have something that's mine that I pass down to my kids. I want to build this school so that it's forever funding my family. Like when I leave, I want something with my name on, name it. on it. That's what it's about. That's yeah. With the One Nation, are you uh you it's, looking it's, for kids? It's going the yeah, track. Me, man. Uh, I I have a open uh, registration, meaning I don't ever cut registration off mm. ever. And what's the age? Uh, I have five all the way to 19. Oh, yeah. Okay. If it, any kind of speed work, a lot of people work with me, and I'm not a braggadocious. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless somebody shout me out or something, I'm just happy to see the kids be successful. But it's a lot of kids, a lot of successful kids that are here in San Antonio that have worked with me in private. They come, they get their speed work, and they go be successful. Mm. And I'm cheap, bro. I'm super cheap. I'm like $20 a session if you want to train speed-wise. But if you want to be part of the team, it's free. So why not why not join the team? Do y'all if hear you, that? You, you hear me, bro? If you want to be if you want to you can either a spend $20 a mm-hmm. session mm-hmm. or you can come register with the team and you'll get you gonna, all in you, one, baby. You're going to get your whole you're going to get your whole the registration for the team is 100 bucks for the whole year. $100 for the whole year. You can either come to five sessions and, and pay me $20. That's $100. Mm-hmm. Now we're going over. Or you can be part of the team and get that in the first week. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bunch of kids for you. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, like everything that I do, bro, is to try, to try to push us. You know what I mean? I love everybody, but I'm trying to push us. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I feel you. 100%. If, if and I, I think it just takes somebody willing to be the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm willing to let people talk about me. I'm willing to hear all the things that I did wrong. But and that, make come, that come with it. That you, come with success, That period, come with success, though. period. You know, you got to take that shit on the chin. Right. Once we make up the mind. Yep. Once we make up 
once you make up your mind, like it is what it is. Yep. Now that I now that I've gotten in my mind, like people around me, people who really know me know that anything I've ever put my mind to, I've gotten it. Literally anything, bro. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all see One Nation Academy go up, just register your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we in there, man. Yeah. What's up, y'all? It's yeah. So uh, we, yeah. we want to thank you, bro. Yeah, man. Chilling with us, giving us game. some game. Man, hey, uh, again, hey, man, make sure shout shout out yourself so people oh, know how to get at uh, you, follow you, and all yeah, that. Man, get I, all that. Right now, I just do everything through Facebook. Um, I try not to put my number out there too much. No, I don't. Uh, no, no, just your uh, just your social media handles uh, and stuff. So people everything know how to is John you. Nation uh, on Instagram, John Nation twenty thirteen, because I'm a remedial and I put my you my email, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, John Nation twenty thirteen. Uh, you'll see model pictures initially, but. Um, yeah, he man, keep, he keep on throwing that model with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's Runway Nate. Hey, hey, runway you know Nate. Look, look at your boy. Happy. Look at him. Yeah. Look at your boy. Look at your boy. My dog, Nate, man. Boy, Nate is a trip, yeah. man. But, hey, real, real spilled on Nate. We appreciate you yeah, uh, taking the time, man, to come. And, man, I really, the goal of this all is, you know, for somebody who's out there listening to us, that they get something from this and something that they can apply and, you know, start doing themselves. And then, you know, start seeing results, man. So, or just to give people information that they did not have. Right. You know, whether, it, you know, for whatever reason, whatever whatever your reason is why you don't have, you know, this type of information or access to this type of information, um, you gave us an opportunity to be able to uh, provide that at least to people who support us. Right. So we appreciate you for doing that. Thank you. You know what I mean? Because you really didn't have to do that. Now, this is something that we got to ask you now while we got you. You know, as things change and as things evolve when it comes to stocks and financial and stuff like that, would you be open and returning back? You know, what I'm saying? Yo, just, yo. To get, just to give, you know, just kind of give us more game and update us more. Because just sitting here, like, I, I know we text, you know, quite often, but just sitting here, I got, you know, I. I feel like I learned something that I did not know. So, yeah. um, just that's me. Actually. I've been knowing nation all these years, and I ain't know none of this. Man, I, I just feel like, <laughs> like, damn, where I've been. I feel like you know, you one of those people who you know you have a lot of like you're a resource. I tell you this all the time, like you're a resource, yeah. and I like trying to get this resource out to people, like you say, like us, our people. That way, we can know, like you know what I mean, just kind of. You know, we've had these conversations before, you know what I mean? And so uh, just utilizing the resource. So, yeah, man, honestly, bro, I don't even charge consulting fees. So if people have a question, if you have a question and you legit, you legit about trying to get into this, this field, you can ask me, you can DM me, you can messenger me and I'll answer because I'm not as crazy as it sounds. I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it to see people prosper. Because that makes you feel good. Well, you yeah. plant that seeds. That lets you know. That lets you yeah. know on your you know head. Like, like, hey. You know, money will come, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm already making money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, I've never been a person that was like, I got to have millions. I've never been that guy. I've never been yeah. intrigued by money, probably because I work with it every day. And I've seen all kind of numbers, numbers and money. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not intrigued with having multitudes of money. I just want to. 
establish something. Mm-hmm. I just want to change the culture a little bit. Yeah. That's it. That's man, all. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. Man, you came and did yeah, that, man. That's a good one, man. Hey, yeah. yeah. That's for sure, man. Probably our best one. Yeah. 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 Damn, And here's the thing, though, too, man. Like, you know, for the people that's out there, like, we're not talking. We weren't, you know, talking a whole lot and this and that, whatever, whatever, because we were receiving a lot of information. Yeah, so this is this is this, this is information that, you know, even us, you know, sitting in this room, you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, we this is new to us. So we're not going to cut them off or let, you know, we're going to let them do his thing. So um, and I feel like you gave a lot of information, man. So yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. When y'all and when y'all hit them up. If y'all hit them up, man, make sure, you know, you tell them that the extraordinary gentleman yeah, sent you, man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So that so, hashtag so, you know, EGP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag let them, let them EGP. Know that, that, you know, that's how you, you know, got with them. So yeah, man. We appreciate it, Nate, man. Yeah, I appreciate, appreciate y'all inviting you, man. me, man. Yeah. If you still you, you still need your taxes done, man, I'm doing taxes for a hundred dollars flat, no matter what your return is. Look at that, man. $100. $100 flat. So he didn't got your hand. He, you, he, he put his handle out there and everything else. He told you, hey, so there's a resource for our people, man. If you know, if you want to use it, man, by all means, he's giving you the green light to, you know, hit him up and ask him questions. So, I mean, don't be afraid and hesitant to, you know, get in, get some, receive some information. Receive yeah. some information. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, man. appreciate you. All righty, that will do it. Yeah.